0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Find Your Lady Tribe. You know, I think we all really want to make a difference in this world. I think we're all compelled in a way to leave it just a little better than we found it. Don't you think? Uh, Yeah, I sure hope so. We don't always know the way, but we're going to talk about that today. So stay tuned. Awesome. Welcome to Find Your Lady Tribe. I am your host, Brenda Ridgely, author, speaker, and midlife women's coach. This season is dedicated to your midlife mindset. So be sure to subscribe now to be notified of a new episode each week. I am honored to be joined this season by co-host Tressen Bryant of Love and Life Coaching. She is a mindset, trauma, and relationship expert. Join our inner circle to be the first to know about retreats, workshops, events, and receive tribe building tips. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash find your lady tribe to join. Are you ready? Let's go. (laughs) Welcome back. Hello. (laughs) All right. So I want to start with the word legacy. Oh, nice. I had an interesting conversation with uh, one of my clients this past week. And I just it, it really was an aha moment for me. And it made me realize that a lot of people have different idea of what that means. I think. When I think of it, I think, you know, I'd like to leave a legacy, right? Do you, have you, I mean, oh, if oh, I were to yeah. say, would you like to leave
1: a legacy? No, absolutely. It's on my dream board already. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: And I was working with a client and I asked her that question, what's the legacy that you'd like to leave? And she kind of hum-hawed around a little bit and she thought, she said, gosh, I always just thought legacies were for people who were rich and famous.
1: Well, I could see why maybe somebody, we might say that, right? Yeah. I mean, it depends on what your idea of legacy is. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, it just was kind of like, oh, wow, that's uh, an incredible thought that, you know, that we wouldn't have that for ourselves if we didn't have fame and fortune of sorts. But it's really, I believe, it's absolutely the opposite. I believe, I believe that we truly each have our own gifts and Things that we were brought here for on this earth as human beings that are unique to us and that only we can share as a legacy.
1: Absolutely. I agree.
0: So I looked up the word legacy. I love it. And part of the definition is to will something. And the the rest of that little definition said was something about leaving money, an inheritance of sorts, or leaving something behind. Hmm. And but really, if you think of what where the founding part of that word is, will what is it?
1: Well, it could mean your will, your will, right? It could, what the, what you what, will? What your, uh, like an intention, like your yes, <clears throat> the will that you have, the desire that you have is yes. how I would take that.
0: Right. So that definition <clears throat> in and of itself led me to believe why I, I understand why some people think it's about leaving a will. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's where the the meaning behind the will (laughs) is our will, leaving our will of what you know what we have to give Mm -hmm. behind, and what we can make of it.
1: I love that. Right? Yes. Awesome. Yes.
0: So I think we all—it's our our responsibility and our really to feel whole in this world—is to figure out what that is. Sure. You know, what it is that we have that nobody else has, and what it, what it, are we inspired to do to leave the world in a better place? And in kind of doing some research, I found a few stories. I mean, there are many stories out there of women doing incredible things, normal women uh, in the world doing some incredible things. And I wanted to share just a few of those stories. Would you help me do that? Yeah, I would love to, Okay, Bridget. well, the first one I wanted to share is... Uh, I want to introduce Nemante Nemquimo and I'm probably totally butchering that name, but uh, her blood says she is, has warrior blood, Mm. but her battleground is the courtroom and she fights with facts. Wow. She's an activist leader in the, for the Warnobi people living in Ecuador's Amazon rainforest. Mm. Her most famous lawsuit might be the one filed against her own government back in 2019. The Womome people successfully stopped oil drilling in the Ecuadorian forest, Mm. protecting 500,000 acres of the Amazon from exploitation, safeguarding lives and the livelihoods and establishing a legal precedent for regional indigenous rights. Wow. So she says, I grew up (coughs) surrounded by the songs of the wise women of my community who said The green forest that we see today is here because our ancestors protected it. Mm -hmm. She's obviously just carrying on that legacy. Right. In 2020, she was named one of Time Magazine's most influential people in the world.
1: Wow. That's great. It just started with her idea, what she wanted to do. She went for it.
0: Something that got under her saddle, you know, a burr under her saddle that just says, this isn't right. I've got to do something about it.
1: And I think something huge about that that just comes to mind, Brendan, and I'll share this story in a second, is that she made a decision that she actually could be someone who could make a change. Right. She believed in herself enough to, to take just one first step. Who knows what her first step was to do all of those things.
0: Right. And maybe she didn't even realize it. She just was angry.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> and you know what? How cool is that? Because, yeah. you know, anger is such a, a wonderful motivator sometimes, but you're right. Yeah. And literally, it just takes one step and she went in a direction. I, yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to share a story about Fatima El Zelza, lives in Kuwait, uh, one of the richest countries in the world. She explains the country has yet to embrace sustainable waste management. Kuwait weight generates 1.5 kilograms of trash per person per day, twice the global average. Wow. 90% of it ends up in landfills. That's a lot. Um, that prompted her to found EcoStar. It's a nonprofit group that recycles trash from homes restaurants and schools across kuwait she confronted the stigma surrounding waste collection so she had to change some minds right? because there might not have been people thinking the way she was yeah frequently dismissed on the basis of her age and gender she had the stigma surrounding her age and gender Yeah,
0: who do you think you are
1: right and also had to change the minds of of the collection itself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you think you going to run around and do this? So she led by her own example, using her money to fund EcoStar and taking her message to Instagram, which is awesome, where she built a, a following of more than 20,000 people. Power of the people. I know. It's so cool. <laughs> Just on Instagram. It's so fun. Um, but people found her. And uh, since its launch in 2019, the company's recycled over 3.5 tons of plastic, 10 tons of paper, and 120 tons of metal. She says that we can all take action and inspire others to take action on a bigger scale. Can't we, though? Yes. If we choose to.
0: If we choose to, and it is just a decision. And I don't think it has to be this, you know, grandiose plan either. You just kind of like start, start taking steps in the
1: direction. Yeah. You got to start, you just start somewhere like with anything.
0: Right. And that's what she did. I love it. Awesome. So let me introduce to you, uh, Nizambi Mati. She was unsettled by the ambiguity of plastic bags on the streets of Nairobi, Kenya. Mm. So plastic is a material that is pretty misused and misunderstood. It's really hard to get rid of plastic, right? Yes. And we have been such abusers of it, right? Yep. Over the past decades. Yep. The potential for for this is enormous, um, but its afterlife can be disastrous. Yes. I mean, we know about some of the stories about that. But Mattia is the founder of GenJ Makers, a company that uses discarded plastics to produce paving blocks. Nice. She developed a machine that compresses a mixture of plastic and sand into sturdy bricks that are both lighter and more durable than cement. Wow. Used to build walkways, her business now produces 1,500 pavers per day while reducing the amount of plastic waste on the streets and in landfills.
1: It's so awesome. She made her own machine.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like... I mean, what? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Where did you come from? Yeah. You, you know, you how get cool. you get bugged about something and you figure out a way. Yes. You know, you figure, you find the people that know how to do it, you know, yeah. if you don't know how to do it. Exactly. You, all, But you have to be the, you can be the driving force in something you have no idea how to do. Exactly.
1: Uh, it's just so cool. Yeah. it's and look at the massive amounts of change, just these few women okay, I'll share this story uh so lastly, we want to introduce um Neria. I hope i'm saying her name right <laughs> Neria alicia Garcia Neria runs four hundred and eighty kilometers over the course of two weeks every year, uh-huh. a graduate in environmental studies and an Ixcana human rights advocate. She's an organizer of Run for Salmon, a trek that follows the journey of salmon from the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta to mm. the McLeod River. Chinook salmon has been in decline for the past 150 years, and some mm. consider the fish canaries in the coal mine of climate change. So, what they used to put, you know, a canary in to let people know whether or not the oxygen was running out, right? Right. right. And if the canary passed away, so when our fish are
0: If they're passing away, that's the first level of trouble in our our rivers and our system. Our rivers are
1: are being polluted and they're not healthy. So um, affectionately referred to as the indigenous woman or indigenous iron man. Run for salmon participants, walk, run, cycle, paddle, or ride on horseback. Ooh, I'd like to ride on horseback. Oh, I know you would. Raising awareness of the diminishing Chinook salmon and calling for the protection of all wildlife. Uh, While the distance may seem daunting for Garcia, the greater challenge is seeing the government carrying on business as usual and acting like the world is not burning and the rivers are not drying up. Mm -hmm. So that's great. She just gets in there and goes and runs. and Sometimes it's just raising awareness. Well, right? look at this, Brenda. Here we are sitting here together today, mm-hmm. and you've just given me these stories. Mm-hmm. Where did you find them?
0: Well, you know, the all-powerful Google.
1: Right. Right. Well, you but can she find started somewhere. Yeah, finding
0: something somewhere. And yeah, here you... we
1: are sitting in Colorado.
0: Yeah, appreciating She's her.
1: off in California somewhere doing something. I yeah. had never heard of her till you brought this up, and right. here we are.
0: Yep. That's exciting. <laughs> and now all of you know. Yes! <laughs> We can you know, so these women. so these are fantastic stories that made the news and made Google or whatever. But changing the world does not have to be hu- a huge in- thing, and it doesn't <clears> have <throat> to make the news.
1: Of, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sometimes we just overwhelm ourselves with thinking that we can't even begin because yeah. it's going to be too big
0: of yeah. a project, or yeah. All we really need are little things. Oh yeah, little things. You yes. know. Small changes, small action, attention given to something on a continuous and regular basis Mm
1: -hmm. can
0: change the course of our lives and the world. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So really the first thing that you can do to make a big change in the world is to make a change in yourself. In yourself. (laughs) You know, continue to develop and grow yourself. And I think that... Uh, You know, we as midlife women kind of maybe some of us are in a floundering moment of kind of what we really believe in, what we really want to do, what we what are we passionate about? You know, we have been giving and giving and giving and kind of maybe spent. (laughs) We're a little spent in some ways and we need to first take on the task of reinvesting in ourselves. And building ourselves back up again so that we have this powerful platform. I mean, yep. a place where we are solid and secure and get that spark of inspiration.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Brenda, I love that you, you bring that up. It's such a, um, a wonderful place to start. And it gives, it gives a breath for somebody to just go, wow, I'm so overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. With everything that I have going on, or maybe all the things that I don't have going on, and I'm I'm lost, mm-hmm. and it gives you're giving the space to just start considering, right? What would it be like if you are facing a lot of overwhelm, or if you're facing major challenges at this time in the midlife? You know, you it's just a new place to start thinking about, right?
0: Right, right. Yeah, we want to encourage women to step into their divine feminine spirit, step into um, opportunities where you have influence and can m- help make decisions and help make things happen. But first, you have to get get to that place yourself. Right. And only you know what that looks like for you. But mm-hmm. it, it probably is going to be a series of uh, self-love, self-care, and just kind of starting to dig into why you do the things that you do and and what it is that lights you up.
1: I was going to ask you about that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, you, you teach, you know, a lot about the why, you know, Mm -hmm. why we do things. And I think that's kind of the fun part of of what we're talking about. How would someone tap into their why, Brenda, when they're trying to choose what to pick to Mm -hmm. change the world about, Mm -hmm. like, where, where would they, where could they start to get maybe excited about something or... With with so many things to choose from, especially you right. Know?
0: Well, so your why is kind of the reason you get out of bed in the morning, right? The reason your motivation behind everything that you do, what inspires you into action, if not stimulated, will make you not want to get out of bed in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So you can just start asking yourself a series of questions. Just start out with, "What is my why?" and write. I, th- I find that a lot of women, in particular, start writing about their kids or their
1: wives. <laughs> I was just
0: going to ask you about that. <laughs> their hu- their ha- husband or their families. Yeah. Their yeah. why? It's all external. Yeah. It's not. Uh, and you know what? Of course, we do. You know, it's my natural. my kids are my why too. Yeah. All right. It's natural. That's definitely I think. a part of who I am. But we need to be able to answer <coughs> the question, "Who are you?" without talking about our roles, and that is really hard.
1: Right, and you know, I am a, identity, I am a, right? a woman. Yeah, yeah.
0: Our, I am a wife. I am a mother. Yes. Well, those are all just roles. What do you love? So after you've answered your question, what is my why? You kind of do this repetitive questioning technique that really gets down to the nuts and bolts of the, your answer, and you just ask yourself, "Why do you say that?" And you start journaling the answer that and you start thinking okay wow that's weird i just answered it and now but you you clarify why those you know this is your why and once you've spent about 5 minutes or so sometimes it can be 15 or 20 minutes on, on each of these questions right. you ask yourself again why mm-hmm. and you have to repeat this process about 6 or 7 times and you're going you're going to know you hit your real why when you kind of get the goosebumps when you read it right you go oh my gosh this is what I do and this is who I am beyond those roles and this is just one technique of many many roles that many many exercises that help you refine Mm -hmm. not you know some people don't get there with this one exercise and they're just kind of just starting to scrape the surface because they've been burying it for so long yeah how many times have you been asked Right. How many times have you been asked? Oh, yeah. Well, you've been asked Oh my kids, my live for my kids. Yeah. They're my why. They're why I do everything. Oh my gosh. I love that answer. And of course we do. Yes. But they can't there has to be your why has to be about you and for you. <clears throat> and when you kinda of, kinda of get to that point, then that's where you're at. So back to talking about changing the world, changing our life, changing other people's lives. Again, it's it's the little things that you do on a daily basis the dalai lama said back in 2010 he he has was famously quoted as saying the world will be saved by the western woman
1: love that quote
0: and i love that and it's interesting cuz he's not of western origin and he, and and some people might have gotten a little offended you know how everybody's so easily offended but why women why western women well Let's just let's just we're amazing. let's just take it apart a little <laughs> bit, right? Women, of course, we have the empathy, the mm. life experience. Uh, we naturally look for outside of the box answers. Right. We naturally look for win win situations. It's not a competition. We're which are so collaborative. So there's one thing the Western woman has the resources, maybe that many sure. of the other women in the in the world don't. But, Excluding the ones that we just read about right? who, who are living all over the world um, in more, much more impoverished nations. But uh, we have the education, the means, right. and the midlife point of attraction where now we can use all that we've learned and, and mm. all the wisdom we've gained. Yeah. And we're not afraid to ask for help.
1: Well, and there's plenty of it
0: out there, too. And there's plenty of it out there. So, yes, the Western woman can save the world. And I would take it a step further. It's so at the midlife and beyond. <laughs> Western woman Love it. can save the world. And I so believe that. And, again, maybe you're going to get be inspired to do something big, you know, that's going to make the news. And, right?
1: and, 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 of course,
0: some of you will.
1: Absolutely. Who knows what's going to come out of this?
0: Right. Absolutely. But, but, but better than that are just those baby steps. Mm-hmm. What are a couple of some things being kind, right. intentionally deciding to put on that smiling face mm-hmm. and sharing it with someone who will in turn share theirs with someone else. Right. What are some other little things that come to mind that you could think of that would be some little thing every day that someone could, put into their routine that could make a big difference.
1: One of the things that I love that you said was just starting inside Mm -hmm. with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think everything starts with yourself and then looking for ways to be of service and looking for places to spread some gratitude and, just making it simple to start out with. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that, that we used to do with my daycare kids that I that we used to do, we, we did random acts of kindness days. Yeah. And uh, we thing. would go buy a bouquet of flowers. And uh, the kids and I would go to the library and the kids would give someone a, a flower. Mm-hmm. And it was the simplest little thing that we could have done. And it literally made some people cry when they received a flower mm-hmm. from from a, one of the little kids. So mm-hmm. it was so much fun, you guys, to do that. So maybe something as simple, Brenda, as a random act of kindness, like a, a love note on someone's window or mm-hmm. something that says you look beautiful and put it on their windshield or yeah, just something simple. And it doesn't have to even cost you any money. It could be yeah. free if you, if you want to start somewhere basic like that.
0: Right. What about... Sending a one-paragraph email to someone every day, telling them how much you admire them, yes. what you see that they do that is inspiring to you or Absolutely. makes a difference to you. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine receiving an email like that? Right. You're going through your humdrum day, oh, another email, bloop. Oh, it's Jason. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, yes. to just be appreciated and, and share appreciation. And guess what? That's probably going to come back at you. I think
1: it will. You know, that makes me think of um, just replying on Facebook. We have the automatic Mm -hmm. like button and the automatic buttons. Now I notice it'll even pick a little um, mini, you know, two or three word replies for Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Take that five minutes to actually type something deeper and meaningful back to the person on Facebook. Right. Just even that really literally does make A difference in the world. It does make a difference. Makes someone feel seen. It's the butterfly
0: effect, right? Yes, it's the butterfly effect. You don't know how your kind words and your kindness and your attention picking something up for someone or visiting with someone who's lonely, Mm -hmm. um, someone who seems down, making you know showing that you care and want to hear from them. These things matter. They totally matter. They really matter. They make a
1: big difference in the world.
0: Yeah, and I am working on my next. Project that I hope to save change the world with and it's my, my new book. It's called and she lived Ignite your life's purpose and save the world Love it. It's not ready yet, but <laughs> it's going to be all about what we're talking about today is uh, basically what's happening for midlife women today all the Minutia that we are dealing with and all the transitions and how how we're not our mother's midlife right and then to, from that point working on figuring us ourselves out again, mm-hmm. putting ourselves on top of at least some lists, right. <laughs> some yes. self-care, some introspection, and figuring out a game plan for really truly knowing who we want to become. Who do we want to be when we grow up? Mm-hmm. Because we're still there, right? And still, it changes all the we're time. we still in <laughs> it. So We've got so much more to give. And then taking it to that next level and stepping up into positions of influence and positions where you can make a difference or doing things on a regular basis that can really change the world. So together, I think we can do it. And I, that's my mission is to help women make them prove their legacy. I love it. Leave, bring it and leave it. Right. So with that, what a great world. Yeah, it's a great world we live in. We're so blessed and an exciting time to be a midlife woman. I love it. So with you guys and us Yes When three, when three are or more, more gather
1: we, we are a tribe. tribe. <laughs>